you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Raising the Vibrations on the live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com. Please join us at the rest of our affiliates, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, iVox, and more. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host in Los Angeles and beyond, and I come to you live from my home in Southern California every week, 3 o'clock Pacific time, my friends, Tuesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. This show is an outreach of a nonprofit movement of peace and love and kindness and unity, RaisingTheVibration.org, that I founded in 2016, really to carry on my mom's teachings after her passing, both spiritual and humane. People always ask me, oh, as a psychic medium, who did you train with? That's like, my mom. Isn't that everyone's answer? Definitely mine. Anyway, with this show, we've also added the words ascension, evolvement, inspiration, and again, I double up on love because you got to double up on love. Basically, what are you doing to raise your own vibration? How is that leading to your overall involvement? And then what are you doing with those two things? How are you using those two wonderful things to inspire other people? How are you sending the elevator down and bringing up 100 friends? What are you doing to make the world a better place? What's your passion? What's your service? Why are you here? What's your purpose? Those are all the things we talk about on the show. And every week on the show, I gather the brightest and most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in the spiritual community, the paranormal community, the entertainment community, the world of give back. All my worlds come together here on Raising the Vibration. My guests today are returning to the show. They have been here, and I have been on their wonderful show. It's called Metaphysical Happy Hour. Please welcome back to the show Tracy Escobar, Cassie Clayton are here. How are you both? It's wonderful to have you here. Hey, we're doing good. Surviving. Yeah. Back of course, from we, Belize. we just got back from Belize. <laughs> yeah. Really, the two of you went to Belize. We did. So I um, hosted a retreat in Belize and took nine women, and we spent six days in the jungle and did all things Belize. And so it was a really great time. Cassie went with me, and we got back Friday. So we're just trying to recuperate to being back. But yeah, it was an amazing time with some amazing women. Love it. Can't wait to do it again next year. That's awesome. What is the what are the things about Belize that are the most spiritually latent? Like when you go there, what is the most spiritual enrichment that comes from that land? Yeah, for me, I've been so many times and I just love the country, but I think the Mayan heritage and the Mayan roots and the Mayan healing there's a lot of Mayan communities within the country of Belize, so I think that's really powerful. When we went, we got to actually go to a Mayan healer. We had massages done. We had a whole Mayan spiritual releasing ceremony done by them, and so that was really, really magical. And I think also just the country 
being kind of poor and poverty stricken, it's just very humbling from a spiritual perspective. You kind of go and you see how happy people are with nothing, right? And it changes your perspective like 100%. I want to come back and just sell everything because, like, I look at my house and, like, I don't need any of this to be happy, right? It changes the way you look at things. You see things, you know, people do without. They have none. Literally, the going wage is $2.50 an hour there. So if you think about that, that's what people live on, right? So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was, it's beautiful. Yeah. I've been, I think this was my fourth time going, and so I couldn't wait to take some people with me and see if they felt the same. And I didn't even have to do a lot because the country does it for itself. You show up. You do things, and it moves people. So I don't know if Cassie had the same experience, but a lot of the feedback I got yeah, from Cass, other women was life-changing. Was it your first time, Cassie, your first time? So it was It was my first time doing Belize um, with, with where I wasn't part of a cruise ship. Um, I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, so, so I, I had been to Belize before when I lived and I worked on cruise ships. So this was the first time that I actually got to see Belize from a very different perspective. Um, and I just, it, it was just a very, very cool experience. It was very grounding. Um, we, you know, for, for me, it was more just the, spending the time learning about the different plants and herbs that can like that can because we had taken kind of a medicinal walk um, through and so we got to hear about all the different plants and just it was it was taking time to just connect and just be you know just be present right yeah. One of the tours we had was with a medicinal man. He was a medicine man who was 72 years old. And it's a kind of a dying culture and beliefs because the generations now don't want to learn all the things that um, those cultures had to offer, right, from all the generations that grew up. But he was telling us, you know, God gives us everything we need is in natural state. And so he took us on this medicinal walk, and he showed us all these plants that could cure all these crazy things, how Trees were used for glue, how trees were used for rubber from the Mayans back in the day. You know, and he's 72, and he says, I never go to the doctor. I only go to the doctor if it's an emergency. So everything he does comes from plants, and he looks amazing, right? So it's just very uplifting to know God really did give us everything we need, period. Yeah, and the earth, right? The earth gives us everything we need. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's all there. It's all there to provide for us. So there's, um, you know, I always tell them, you need to write a book. Like, how are we going to hold on to it? I get so desperate because the new generations just don't want to learn it. They'd rather go buy a pill, right, or the easy fast fix. They don't want to have to boil the leaves and do all the stuff that it takes to prepare it all. But it just makes me so sad that it might be a dying, dying culture over there. But we do have a couple of people trying to keep it alive. The lady who owns um, the wellness center that we went to, you know, that's on her property, the medicinal trail. So she's really trying to do it. She does gives tours to people who come visit her just to help educate people. And then, again, she has someone on site, the Harima Selma, who is a generational Mayan healer on site to teach people and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's amazing. There are some people trying to hold on to it and trying to teach others, but it's just an amazing place. I encourage anybody to go visit. I am the least woo-woo of woo-woo people. So 
from what I understand, and I'm not really sure, and you may know this, Sheena, but there's ley lines underneath the country. Do you have any idea what that is? Absolutely. Yeah, I know what ley lines are. I didn't know they were under Belize, but I do know what ley lines are, sure. So apparently there's those there, too, which is what are causing people to kind of go there for spiritual connection. But I haven't researched the whole ley line thing, but that's what I've been told, that that's all running under the country of Belize. And so that's another reason why people flock there, just to experience the the jungle and the nature and the waterfalls and the rivers and the ocean. And it just got, it has everything truly. Amazing. So so you're not woo woo. Is that what you just said? I am the least woo woo of the woo woos. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I don't declare myself a real woo woo. When I started this journey seven years ago, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And it wasn't to be woo woo. It was to talk to dead people, period. That's, it's like I knew my purpose from a long time. And so I don't get into the chakra thing. I don't get into, I don't talk a lot of woo-woo, right? I don't talk a lot of guys. I don't talk a lot of that stuff. Literally, my calling and my purpose was to connect people to people who have passed away. That's where it is. And I know I get people all the time, well, don't you want to go higher? Don't you want to talk to Ascended Masters? Don't you want to talk to these people? Don't you want to go to angels? No, my purpose is talk to the loved ones of people who have passed. That's it. That's where my purpose is. And so I, I tell myself, I'm the least woo-woo of everybody. I know Cassie loves fairies and she loves dragons. You know, me, no interest whatsoever. <laughs> so I consider myself the least woo-woo of the woo-woos. Okay. So when, so when you go and you – I mean, and I'm not arguing with you because, you know, I love you. So I'm just asking. When you, yes. when you go and talk to dead people, isn't that pretty woo-woo? I mean, other people are like stockbrokers. I mean, <laughs> what you do for that's, that's, that's why I say I'm not, not woo-woo. I'm the least woo-woo of the woo-woo because I just stop there, right? I don't wear all the, I don't know. I go around people and people say, you don't look psychic. And I say, yeah, that's true. I don't wear the crystals around my neck, right? I don't have to have all these rituals to open up. Like, it is, it's just crazy for me. I'm more, I want to say, on the scientific level. So I know when people talk about talking to dead people, they really they talk about going to a higher level where you're reaching spirit. Me, I really think it's all in the brain, and I think that they communicate through our senses and through our brain. So I'm coming from a place where I think it's more brain-related in our consciousness, right, than woo-woo, I guess. But anyway, this is my term, less woo-woo than the most woo-woo, I would say. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Could you... Go ahead. Kathy? Yeah, sorry. You cut out, Sheena. So we didn't so get you like, you so you think? You're, you're actually more woo-woo than the medium. <laughs> yes. Love it. She is. Yes. She is. Yeah. She likes yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I, so I very much love this. As it. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. It keeps cutting out on my end. I apologize. Oh, cutting out on my end, too. What is, is Mercury retrograde, folks? What did you, yep. um, if you believe in retrograde, Tracy, do I not need to ask if you believe in things every time I bring something up? Um, uh, I, I was laughing because I thought I was the least woo-woo of all the woo-woo people. <laughs> but now I feel more woo-woo than ever before. You're more woo-woo than me, I think, definitely. Um, do I believe in retrograde? Yeah, sure. I, I can believe in all this stuff, but it's not, I don't. I don't live and breathe it every day, if that makes any sense, like some of the woo-woo people, right? I don't post about retrograde a lot. You know, I don't talk about 
tarot. I don't talk about astrology a lot. Like I'm not posting about that. Literally, it's just my woo-woo stuff, that mediumship kind of, kind of, I know it's weird, but you know what, to be honest with you, I think it has a lot to do with my training because my first initial big training was in England where in England is just more scientific. It's not this new age stuff like we have here in America. I think it's just kind of really interesting. So when I went to, like, mediumship classes, and none, nobody talked about a chakra. Nobody talked about amethyst or crystals, right? It was just mediumship, pure, simple mediumship, evidential mediumship, too. And, and there was no talking to angels. That's not what you do in true mediumship, according to the, the them, right? It's just talking to people who've passed away. So... And I've been there five times, so a lot of my indoctrine and training came from that, so that may have something to do with it. And I'm a very lytical, still in corporate America person, so I don't live in the space of woo-woo 100%. I go woo-woo at 5 p.m., right? And I'm only woo-woo for two hours, and then I stop. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm so blown away because I thought I was the least woo-woo of all the woo-woos because I get a little, some I think the woo-woo and I love my woo-woos, but then, and I believe in pretty much everything, but sometimes yeah. I think the woo-woo goes a little down the rabbit hole. Me too. And right? I feel like sometimes my job with my clients is to pull them kind of out of that a little bit to the right. world of, because for me, God is everywhere. God made everything. We're all part of the universe. Metaphysics is not some special thing that's only for some of us. It's always what's going on in the world anyhow. So to act like you've sort of found a special club that only you're a part of and then use that as the excuse for why nothing's going on in your life. That's what I see sometimes I'm pulling my clients away from, that sort of ideology, right? Oh, this only happened because. Before I came here, I made a soul contract, and my soul contract was to just my best friend horribly for 30 years. Uh, You know, that's what my mom used to call metaphysics. You know what I mean? That's like where you you use metaphysics as an excuse for all your behaviors. Exactly. Where it's the opposite, overcoming our behaviors and become better people, right? I just love you even more now. Yes, that's it. Like, how many times am I pulling my clients out of, my guides told me this is my soulmate. I said, absolutely wrong. Your brain is telling you that because that's what you want to hear. It has nothing to do with a guy. Like, that's the stuff that frustrates me. We can't, when people don't take ownership of their choices and decisions and blame it on, oh, my guide told me to do that, right? That's the stuff where I get, okay, we still live on 3D Earth. We are still here, and we're still making choices and life choices and life decisions, and I just think sometimes when we're so in the woo-woo world, like you said, we can put blame on the woo-woo part, right, and then not take accountability for our actions and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's theory. It's a belief system for sure. Not saying I, I'm, I'm right. 100%. No, it's, just, it's everybody has a different way that they connect, right? Um, yeah. I, I do feel the same way that you feel about guys in the sense that, I know my guides are there. I can feel my guides around me. But in my experience in my own life, my guides come in when I'm in trouble or for some reason I really need them. Yes. That's why they're called guides. Otherwise they can yes. call nannies. They're not yes. there to, like, feed me Cheerios or tell me what to do every second of the day. 
they're there for if I'm making crucial life decisions and or mostly if I'm making them wrong. Yeah, so I agree. I'm not, um, this and idea that your guides are there to tell you what to eat for lunch is a little strange no. to me. Girls, sometimes they'll have people so book I, a reading because they want to know what furniture to buy, and their guys are telling them to buy. Like, no, <laughs> no, that's too woo-woo for me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. 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 Missing the whole part that spirit, part of one of our biggest challenges on this earth, right, is to get our spiritual life and our earth life on the same page. Right. So if you're not living your earth life on the mm-hmm. same page. No, totally so, agree. Um, and we are we are here to grow as a soul. So if we had someone telling us every day what to do, how would we grow, right? At some point, we have to take and make decisions for ourselves to learn the lesson. So I don't know. Absolutely. To have a theory that our guides tell us everything, I need yes. it. And that's my problem with, and I'm sorry, Cassie, I know you, we're going to you right after this. I'm so sorry. That's my problem with that ideology and metaphysics, Tracy, that you have, you have already written the entire script for your life, and you're just walking through it. And I'm like, but what? <laughs> then what are you learning? I already know exactly. the script. Why are why, we here? Why, <laughs> and if it's all in my control and I write my own life because I'm so amazing when I'm home, then why do I have to keep coming back here? Because it seems like I got it all figured out. I'm already the puppet master. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I think sometimes those are things, and I say this with so much love, that people who have grown up in indoctrined religions and been made to feel very out of control, that's how they sort of take their power back. And I understand. I think but, that's great, except that that's not – I always say, like, it must be nice to live in Candyland, but that's not the world that we live in. Like, you're supposed to be here learning, and you're, if, you're not, if there's not a higher power guiding you, then how are you learning? Exactly, so, right? And the same, the same goes through for past loved ones. I know I get a lot of clients who come because they swear their loved one needs to tell them something so important about their love life or something, and I'm like, no. Like, really, you're here to live it. You're here to learn it. You're here to trust yourself. You're here to connect with your own higher self and figure it out. They're not going to come and tell you a play-by-play on what to do. You know, I might get a warning every once in a while, but I just don't believe that that's their purpose either. So even being a medium and talking to people who have passed away, I don't think they're here to run our life either, right? So I try to tell my clients, no, that's not the purpose. I'm trying to, my belief, and again, just my belief, and it could be just because of where I was trained, my purpose is to prove to you that there's life after death, and I can prove it to you through evidential mediumship, and that's kind of where I'm at. I go, you still have to live this life know your loved ones are guiding and loving you from the other side, but they're not going to tell you what job to take. You need to make some of these decisions for yourself, right? You need to find your own happiness. They're not going to tell you what your purpose is because I believe you're here to find that. You're in yourself. No one told me what my purpose was, right? I had to do some serious soul searching. I had to do some serious healing to discover what that purpose is, and I would never rob anybody of that journey by telling them, (laughs) right? Right. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, and I think just open up your ears and you listen. Spirit reveals right. all that stuff. That's part of having a personal relationship with spirit, which we're allowed yeah. to have. But you know what? In a lot, again, growing up in a lot of indoctrined religions, where you're told you're not allowed to have that, 
I think that's why people grow up and they're, they're rebelling, but they're basically still acting exactly the same, which is feeling exactly. like they can't have that relationship. So then the there's a really a priest, they're coming to us and looking for us to do the same thing they would go to a priest or a minister for. Or exactly. Else. You're on TikTok, right? Uh-huh. There's a really interesting trend going on right now in the Lulu world for TikTok, and it's I find that very fascinating. There's a couple of TikTokers who are very, very woo-woo and who have all of a sudden had this revelation that woo-woo is now the devil and evil and we should be going more towards Jesus again. Very interesting oh. concept. Have you not heard yes. of that yet? Yes. Yes, I have. I, well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Dorian Virtue, right? Suddenly decided not- everything metaphysical was bad. Um, it's, it's a thing. So what it's, if that uh, is the devil? Jesus. What if that's the devil trying to get us back to Jesus, where we could be controlled again? Like, what if it's the opposite of what they're thinking? Right. Anyway, I well, stood up all night last night thinking about this subject. It, of course it is. It's a. Um, uh, it, it, there's a book called The Beautiful Side of Evil, and it's right. um, basically people believe that it's possibly like sort of what happened with Dorian Virtue. It's about this woman who was raised very Christian, and then in the 70s, she went to college, and she discovered, you know, everybody, everybody in college discovers, you know, their bisexuality and, and metaphysics. And she discovered sure. metaphysics and started doing seances and all this transcendental meditation and all this stuff that I believe she probably was not prepared or protected to do. And then suddenly okay. it was revealed to her by this thing that came to her that everything in the metaphysical community was evil and she basically ran back to the church. Now, yeah. to me, that sounds like someone just got in over their head, got scared, and ran back to the safety of what they thought they weren't going to go to hell for. But, True, but right? people like swear by this person, and that's the same kind of TikTok thing that's happening is I think a lot of these Christians who have rebelled and become these metaphysical people are now getting terrified because they they got involved in things that they weren't prepared for. You're not supposed to be getting involved in all this crazy board and Ouija this right. and pendulum that. I'm going to talk to the devil unless you know what you're doing. And so I think these poor souls see something that is too huge that they can't handle. And then they go crying back to, oh, my God, it's all awful. And the sad thing about that is, is that so many people who broke away from religions that were restricting them and, and, and tried to find their own freedom are now running back to those religions out of fear. Out and of fear. I think that that's a shame because I think the idea is to get, the, what you know, spirit God wants for us is to get less, have less fear in our lives and not more. Um, right. Kathy, how do you feel about it? I feel like, Kathy, we have taken your voice, sweetheart. Talk to us. How do you feel? Um, I've actually really enjoyed just listening to all this. But, no, I definitely think that it's right. It's people get out and, you know, they. it's kind of like, you know, college student that revels, right? Or they finally feel like they have some freedom, so they go and get into some things that maybe they shouldn't – be be playing with like the and and I am you know I am perfectly fine with the Ouija boards and things like that as long as you know what you're doing and Sheena I'm glad that you pointed that out was 
people get into to to working with things like that and they don't know what they're doing. I'm someone that where I'm like, I have an interest, but I will let the experts take the wheel on that one. Right. Um, yeah. You know, like I I enjoy going to the seances and things like that. I'm not sure I want to be in charge of one though. You know, so it's it's kind of knowing yeah. your own limits and also you know, for for me, my journey started out where I was around a bunch of very, 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 very woo-woo, very into the woo. And so for me, um, you know, since Tracy and I really connected and I've been mentoring for mediumship and things like that, I really liked that I kind of get to, it it, it kind of grounded my, my, it kind of pulled me back to center, I think, a little bit, to where now I don't kind of go down the deep, down down the deep hole of like you know where you're talking about because sometimes I get into conversations with people and they go into like the deep like you know like oh something negative came into my home and they want to talk about how and I'm like so then just whereas before I may have joined them on that conversation now I'm just kind of like so tell it to leave if you think that something negative came in just Tell it to go. Like, you have that power. What are you waiting on? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you don't, if, you, if, it, if you're in above your head, then find somebody who can help you. But don't get exactly. more above your head by going to TikTok. That's a whole other right. rabbit hole I could go down. I mean, I like TikTok, right. but, you know. And the scary thing is these people have a lot of followers. There's one lady who's got a ton, like a million followers. And she used to speak about her spirituality, her gifts, her clairvoyance, and what she saw, and that she sees the shadow people all the time. And she was a big believer in duality, so that there is demons out there, and this is what she would teach. And then all of a sudden, visited by a demon, telling that everything she was doing was of the evil, and that she had to go back to God and Jesus. And with a million followers, that's a lot of impact on somebody, right? Yeah. And do they really believe that? Like, I don't know. Just the strangest thing. Absolutely. But then I don't mean to be that person who doesn't believe people either because it's their own experience. So No, uh, and, and I believe in all that and I grew up in a very negative haunted house with all that and I've seen all that. But yeah. I don't live my life on it. Like I live with a cat who's very magic. I yes. have probably fifty salt lamps in the house, tons of nice. Lots of protective brooms. I don't want that in my home. It doesn't belong here. I live on an Indian burial ground, so I have extra salt lamps. But I don't want to live in constant spiritual chaos every day. I want to right. have a normal earth life, too, and, you know, go to the pick up groceries and live my life and sit in my pool. And I don't necessarily have to have a demon over for lunch every day. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Right. This I think that's the problem with TikTok. I don't think another yeah. problem with TikTok is that there's a whole new trend. Remember there used to be, what was the, was it my, oh, you had MySpace? Was that what, or was it when Facebook first started where it was breaking up all these marriages because people were hooking up with people on Facebook and MySpace and it was, well, yes. I think the new thing is TikTok ruined my relationship. Because my partner became obsessed with TikTok. I have clients who have literally lost their significant others 
because their significant others have gone down a TikTok rabbit hole of listening to these this relationship advice mm-hmm. about, you know, who's a narcissist and what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And there are these TikTok people out there that will tell you, like, everything you're doing is right, you're fine, it's your partner's a narcissist, and a lot of times it's excusing behaviors that these people should be working on within themselves. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I can speak to that myself. TikTok also has this thing going right now with children in estrangement and saying that it's all okay and really condoning the behaviors of our millennial children who are walking away from parents. And I understand when there's abuse, right? But right now, every parent in America is a narcissist, right? So currently I'm dealing with two estrangements from two daughters. And it's a epidemic going on right now and I'm not the only one like I'm on a Facebook group with 6,000 parents who are going through the same thing right now and it's just crazy it's crazy how social media it can have its pros and its cons I definitely believe that some of this is con where we're not taking our own responsibility on things and responsible for our own healing journey right and we're putting blame on other people I don't know what do you think about that absolutely and, and you know when I a client of mine lost a partner and um, finally said to me, will you go to TikTok and listen to these people? Because I listen to you on videos, and I like what you have to say. So go listen to these people and tell me what you think. So I went to these two TikTok pages. And, you know, no offense to child prodigies, but these girls were like 14 years old. Yes. <laughs> and they were basically like 14-year-old teenage girls basically saying everything you do is right. And if somebody tries to say anything to you or argue with you, they're narcissists and they're gaslighting you. Yes. Well, what, how are you going to develop as a human being if you think every time somebody doesn't agree with you, they're gaslighting you? And do these 14-year-old girls, God love them, even know what the word gaslighting means? <laughs> right. Because, right. Because a, narcissist, because a narcissist will scream at you every time you argue with them. So if you're yes. becoming that person that every time somebody says, I'm sorry, I don't agree, your power is being taken away, then you're turning into a narcissist by refusing to listen to what anyone else has to say. And, and that's not a, heal- that not a healthy me- Yeah. No. And there are broken people, and again, God love them, who are just yes. looking for someone to tell them, Everything you do is okay and everyone else is wrong. And to mm-hmm. reinforce that, it's very scary to be on the other end of that and, and suddenly your partner becomes this person who's like, no, everything I do in the whole world is right. You know, if I was still in college, I'd be doing a thesis on this. <laughs> how many divorces and how many child estrangements have there been since TikTok was implemented? I think it's just very interesting. <laughs> Everybody's if we have to use that. our – when you watch somebody like that, even if that's who they're watching, it's me or you. Right. You have to say to yourself, what I, what, what's resonating with me and what isn't? And mm-hmm. you have to use your own discernment of things, not just, well, somebody's on TikTok, so they should know. I mean, anybody can be on TikTok, right? Right. <laughs> we are, right? <laughs> we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's a struggle for sure in our in our in our day and age for sure. We're seeing it in relationships for sure. So I do. I deal with a lot of people who are dealing with narcissists that come to me or 
believed to be narcissists, right? A lot of estrangements, a lot of, a lot of that. So, I don't know, more business for us, I yeah, guess. Yeah, trying to help people. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a great time to be a psychic, but it's not yeah. the best time to be in a relationship with somebody. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think a person who is secure within themselves is not going to believe something just because somebody said it on TikTok. But a lot yeah. of people aren't healthy. Help. And, yeah. I mean, and the kids we even don't realize, right? Right. Tracy, they all have those clients. They just want to hear what they want to hear. And if they don't hear that thing, they get very angry. Very angry. And so, <laughs> and yes. oftentimes they they stop using you as a spiritual practitioner because you're not telling them what they want to hear. So now TikTok yes. is. TikTok, you there find you somebody on TikTok. Anything you want to hear, all the stuff Kathy was talking about, there's a demon in my bathtub. There's, you know, chupacabra in my doghouse, you know. The God hates me and a life of hell. Anything that you have ever imagined in your life, somebody on TikTok will tell you. Right? So, so we go there for validation, right? Oh, I feel this way. Someone right. else must tell me that I'm right. And then that's where they get it. Right. Gone is the day where we work right. it out or families stick together or people just yeah. stay together and work it out, you know? Yeah. That's so interesting what you about the Christians. It's so interesting that you brought that up because I was just thinking the other day, because there are no accidents, right? That was a very woo-woo thing of me to say. But I was just thinking, I have a friend that I believe is about to go down that rabbit hole that was raised very oppressively, got out, and now I believe it is coming back to, I mean, I don't, if you're talking about Christianity, that's great. When I got pastored at my church, I, for the first time, got baptized and started calling myself a Christian again, but it's also a yeah. super progressive church founded by gay people. So it's a lot, it's, I, I, finally I found a place where I could believe in the teachings of Christ without the oppression that comes with it. Um, so there's nothing wrong with identifying, but I'm talking like the fundamentalism is coming back, and I think it's because I got showed a couple of TikTok videos that, that he was watching and they're all, like you said, they're these kids that previously had metaphysical channels, and now it's all about God and Jesus and how everything else is bad. Uh, Kathy, I think you said that, right? And yes. it's, um, it's kind of scary. It's, it's, um, it is scary. It's kind of what We've come so far. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting because I'm so passionate about it. Like We've come so far as a woo-woo, quote-unquote. And to have it go reverse is just odd to me. But I guess that's this normal duality, I suppose. But it's just we fought so hard to get here and be out in the open and not hide anymore. And now people are reverting right. back. It's just very interesting. Right. But I think that's what happens during fearful times, right? And and not getting political at all. But that's how type regimes build up, right? And have through the beginning of time. It's because you go through a time where people become either financially destitute or political, I mean, uh, socially fearful. And then right. the next thing you know here, fundamentalism. And I there think that um, that's kind of a scary, scary thing for suddenly people to be, you know, reverting back. 
think, Kathy, I think what you said about, you know, is there negativity and darkness in this voice that is supposedly telling these kids, oh, no, spiritual freedom is bad. It's just a demon talking to you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then you have Dorian Virtue type who right. honestly should know better. I relate her to the author of The Beautiful Side of Evil is because both of them, I mean, probably Dorian Virtue copied this other woman's list. They put out a list of all things that can lead you into the darkness. Have you ever seen that list? I have not like, seen that list. Like, on that list yet. is yoga, station. All the things the in the Dorian Bible Virtue that list. <laughs> Exactly. The, my favorite is the Dorian Virtue list. And no offense to Dorian Virtue, but it has unicorns on it. And the reason is that its sparkly essence detracts from the light of Christ. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Right. First of all, does she know unicorns are mythical? That's my first question. Right. Secondly, um, <laughs> Jesus is supposed to be this all-knowing, everything, the embodiment of God, but you can't see Jesus if a unicorn's in the way because you're distracted uh-huh. by the sparkle? <laughs> well, how powerful is Jesus? The unicorn can usurp the power. Right. It just, how does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. It's just to make you no, and, and it makes us all in power. Like, it, we're losing our power. I think that's how you said it. Like, we're losing the power of our own power, right, by just taking it as it face value. Anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could be talking about okay, all day. So Kat, so passionate. Go ahead, Cassie. I know. Me too. We need to get about this. You're up. Cassie, I always like to ask woo-woo people this. What don't you believe in? Because we all have a line, right? We all get to a place where we're like, mm, that, even that's too much for me. Oh, good one. Um, I know I you're on the one. spot, but yeah. So, um, I, I think. <laughs> so it's a hard question. It is a hard question because I think that when somebody brings something up to me that I'm kind of like, ooh, that I get that feeling towards, I'm just kind of like, I mean, you do you, bud. Like, that's not, you know, so I'm trying to think of, like, what, um, you know, because I, I, I follow all of University Magic and stuff, so I, you know, the UFOlogy, the um paranormal i'm like i i am okay with all of that um they have like vampire classes over there and things like that so it's kind of like i i am okay with all of it i'm not sure that i'm going to go study all of it but i'm i'm not you know um i i think it's i here i guess here's where i draw the line if somebody is really actually attempting to to harm somebody with what they're doing like then I have it. Then yeah, I have it. That's a good thing. I don't that anything of the light would ever tell you to harm anyone. Right. right. And if someone is telling you to harm someone, then they're probably not of the light. Whether yeah. they're embodied or disembodied. So here's right. one for me. I don't believe in curses. Now, mm-hmm. I will say... I do believe somebody can gather their own spiritual juju because we all have our own little pot of spiritual juju 
and you can wish ill on others and you can sort of throw that negativity at them. And if you're a person who doesn't protect yourself, you could allow some of that to overcome you. Now, that means either a person can do that or something disembodied, which is why we have to always protect ourselves in the same way that um, I don't believe I can get COVID from a toilet seat, but I do believe if somebody wanted to give me COVID and they had COVID and they came over and breathed on me and I wasn't protecting myself, I could get COVID. But I don't believe in, like, you know how a lot of the generational curse, I do not believe in generational curses. I don't believe somebody five back killed a pig and you're suffering for it because I believe we're all on our own spiritual journey. So somebody related to you that far back, that doesn't have to do with your journey at all. Um, I don't believe in ancestral curses or generational curses. I don't believe that somebody can go to somebody and pay them to put a curse on you and it will ruin your life. Well, so, so, so there, I, I, I think that light has to, so I think it's about a matching vibration, right? So if somebody is quote unquote tossing negative vibes at you, you have to kind of be matching that for it to impact, right? Well, you have um, to allow yourself to be vulnerable to it, right? Right. 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 So, well, yeah. So, I guess in my mind, kind of same difference. Like, if you if you if you don't believe that it can uh, that that anybody else can really impact or affect you, or their energy can affect you, then then you're standing in your power, saying that doesn't affect me. So, yeah. Right. I find it all right. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people can certainly. Bring- now, I mean, we have scientific proof of that, right? People who live with narcissists can develop all kinds of emotional and physical ailments from just being drained. Like, you people can drain your life force, negative people. But, um, right. but, but I you're really living in a lower vibration to, to allow it, right? If you well, think yeah, about you that. To, and you have to find yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah, you have to open yourself right. up to the vulnerability of it, just like if you never sleep and all you do is drink all day and you never eat vitamins, there's more of a chance you're going to get sick than if you're protecting right. yourself by taking good care of yourself. Right. Exactly. And, and I think like the spiritual protection workshop that is literally called take good care of yourself. Because I yeah. think we don't take good care of ourselves um, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. <laughs> and so it's that that's the most important thing. If you want to be able to go paranormal investigate every weekend and not have something follow you home, then take good care of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I just so I, I, I don't. I yeah. I'm sure the next talk I'll think of something else I don't believe in, but that's the thing. It's like a hot spot right now. It's only because you know how we all have these um, fake um, people that troll us on TikTok and Instagram. They create the fake pages with our picture. Tracy, do you have those? Oh yeah, the trolls. Yeah, trying to yeah steal my time. <laughs> exactly. And they approach our, my clients, and one of the biggest things they do is they approach them and tell them, like, oh, I just need $25 for a reading. And then my clients send it to them thinking it's me, which is so odd because they have all my personal information. And then the next thing is, will you have a curse on you? And unless you send me $500, 
And then they call me in a panic saying, why did you tell me I have a curse on me? And I, cause that word curse scares people so badly. And I think it's it horrible that people that be some kind of spiritual practitioner would throw that word around and scare people. Yeah. We call those scammers, <laughs> right? Yes. Scammers. They are yes. scammers. Exactly. <laughs> or what I call them. You know, I guys go. Um, I'm, well, let's do this again really soon because I feel like we didn't have enough time and we'll never have enough time to talk about everything. Um, really quick, I give out all your info because I know you guys have to run. Yeah, so I am the Red Couch Medium on all social media places, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, the Red Couch Medium. I also have a website, www.theredcouchmedium.com. I wrote my book, You Can Be a Medium, and it's now on Amazon, and we are at 480 souls, so it's super exciting. Ooh. I'm trying to hit 500. Yeah. And then we're putting together another retreat for next year. Anybody want to go? Hit me up. We're looking for <laughs> 10 to join us. And that's all I got. Hey. Kathy, how about you? <laughs> Um, so Kathy Clayton, uh, my company is Stargazers Unite. You can find me at stargazersunite.com, um, stargazers.unite pretty much all across the internet. Um, doing, I do, uh, websites, logos, and branding materials for, uh, spiritual light workers. And she does amazing work. Awesome. So. Thank you so much for being here. I adore you both and I'm thrilled you're here and let's do this again soon and we'll make it happen. And of course your show. Metaphysical Happy Hour, which is so wonderful. Uh, go and find these two wonderful ladies. They're going to be back here soon. I'm Sheena Metal. I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. I'm everywhere on social media at Sheena Metal. And until I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration, and most importantly know that you are loved and you are loved and you're loved by me. I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. Raising the Vibration Radio.com, my nonprofits at RaisingTheVibration.org. We're at LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com. We'll see you next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Thanks to my guests, and see you soon. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.